Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Cyberpunk Lorecast, where style is just as important as substance. Welcome to the podcast where we explore the lore, news, and gameplay of the cyberpunk games and other dystopian worlds. I'm your host, Robots. Cyberpunks! It is the end of June, and it is time for our patron episode. Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Tom, or Robots, of course, and I'm here with the uh, most Disney-esque pirate on the seas. Is that is that a good one, Logan? Uh, we're, we're getting there. You I mean, know I was dangerous. I, Usually, you're the most dangerous, <laughs> but then with the whole Sea of Thieves pirates of the caribbean thing i i went disney-esque pirate yeah yeah you know what we'll go with it this week there's been plenty of disney in my sea of thieves this last week so i think that's apt enough for sure all right all right all right well you ready you ready to talk to our patrons i am i'm actually really interested to get some thoughts and some opinions out because uh i've been i've been hoping i've been practicing for this episode for a while and Uh I'm hoping that we'll get a chance to dive into some some good topics. And by practicing for this episode, does that mean uh, playing cyberpunk while talking into a microphone? Research, Tom. Oh, research. 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 Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, he's definitely not playing the game while we talk again uh, doing our patron episode. So uh, just ignore that if you're watching the video version of this. We are live at twitch.tv slash robots radio. It is 9 p.m. on Sunday night. And we have with us our patrons, some of our patrons, at least our upgraded patrons who can join us every month in order to talk cyberpunk. And Kather, you've got like a weird coming in. I don't know what's going on in the background there. Nothing's in the background. I, I don't know. That's Let weird. That's like weird. Just Kate, AC or something. Is it your AC? Are you standing in front of a? That. Are you standing in front of a machine gun? <laughs> well, Kather's here I would with hope us. Not. As usual, I, hope, not. I hope he's not murdering people or being murdered. Um, Toasty is back as well. Toasty, what's up? How you doing? Hello. 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 Good. Good. Toasty's here. Kather's here. He's figuring out his mic problems. And then. We have a brand new guest this week, Lena, who is now my favorite patron. So sorry, guys. <laughs> She's my favorite now. Does that Thank help you. at all? Thank you. Yeah, that's much better. Thank you. Thank you, Toasty. I mean, Kather. Um, you guys are the same person. I just. I, I know. We have yeah. so much alike. It's really hard. You're identical. Let my hair down. Yeah. Lena looks very different, so I'm not going to have a hard time with her. Lena, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself and anything that you want to share and and how you got into cyberpunk we'd love to hear a little bit about you mm, first of all hello guys i hope you're all all fine yeah, um hello. how i got onto cyberpunk that's a good question um i was finishing my studies in march i think this year i did my bachelor's degree nice and um i was like now I got all this time 
and I finally get to play Cyberpunk after it has like several patches. Yeah. And nice. yeah. I was really excited. And there was like this really big pile of shame I had lying around. I played uh, Hellblade, Senua Sacrifice and Cyberpunk. I played Cyberpunk. I'm now in my um, third playthrough, I think. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Nice. And I don't know. I I uh, started out with uh, Corpo, then I did Street Kid, and now I, uh, I'm i doing my Nomad. All-female V. Um, and I was always really interested in like the cyberpunk thing but not necessarily like the tabletop game mm -hmm. um and i also really like like blade runner and i don't know after i finished the game like the first time i uh i don't know i was a little bit unsatisfied i would say and i uh got and um i went out and bought is the English name also Neuromancer yes. for the Roma? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Neuromancer. Mm -hmm. uh, right. Yeah, I, I picked that up and also Altered Carbon because I was like, I, I need to get into this. And then I found your podcast and ah. uh, uh, and then uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition came out and I stopped playing Cyberpunk uh -huh. from one day to, uh, to the next. And um, yeah. And you moved on That's to that. Story. Yeah, we kind of we yeah. kind of did that, and then had to launch another Mass Effect Lorecast podcast. And we 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 you know been rolling with all the games. But um, that's awesome. That's that's really cool. Um, it's neat to have. I love having people on our show from different places because uh, Logan and I are American. Kather, uh, you know, Toasty, we're we're all U.S. based, right? You guys are all U.S. based. Uh, none of you are Canadian, yes. and I didn't didn't know it or something which is basically just America, just North. Um, but, <laughs> but it's nice having people from different places because we get different perspectives. To, so to get um, something like cyberpunk and especially night city is a very uh, it's based in California. There are very American influences, but th there are also very international influences in the setting and in this kind of dark future. So to have people from different perspectives. So, do you mind sharing what country you live in or what countries you've you've been in? Um, I was born and raised in Germany, like southern Germany. Mm -hmm. So you've, and, you've been in Germany your whole life for the most part? Yeah. Yeah. So that's right. Right. So how do you feel uh, from a, a German culture perspective with games like cyberpunk? Do you feel like there's... Do you feel like it, it feels foreign in some ways to you or does it feel uh, because the culture is westernized and German is westernized? I mean, this is, we're all part of the Western culture kind of thing. Do you feel like it's it's still familiar? It's just the language is all in English. Do, do you play like a localized version of the game in German? Like, how does that work? Actually, no, like. I'm one of those hardliners who watches all of their shows in English, who um, likes to always watch films and also their original language. For example, I'm a big uh, Studio Ghibli fan. Okay, and yeah. I watch all of their I watch all of their movies in Japanese yeah. for the most part. Oh, and nice. um, I don't know, like I played the game also in English, and I wouldn't say it feels foreign to me mm -hmm. because I also like I'm so young and I grew up playing all these games who are like really I don't know westernized 
sure. and have like all this American influences. Like when I played Fallout, I wasn't thinking like, oh, this is foreign. I'm going through like the North American desert or anything. I was like, yeah. this is home. Yeah. And I can make this a home and also Night City, which is like a really dark place. But I don't know. I like it. And ducks, uh, Night City is also like a place where, which is really international, which where I could also say, like, maybe it feels foreign to you guys because it ha has all these Japanese influences. And I don't know. It's kind of like in Blade Runner where there's like a merge of languages like Russian, Japanese. I don't Chinese, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't necessarily call it foreign. Right, right. That's so interesting. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, and what else is interesting to that to me about that is you bring up Fallout, and the focus of Fallout is very American. Like I, I do the Fallout lore cast. I've, I've dug into the lore of that game, and you have locations like Fallout Three takes place in. Washington DC, which is the capital, you know, or Boston, which is one of our like most prominent or, or like original cities where a lot of historical things happened for the formation of our country. But yeah, this, this sense of just like, well, no, this is westernized. This is Western society. It's, you know, there's not too much of a difference between cultures and traditions. And, and from an American perspective, um, a large percentage of our culture is based on German, uh, you know, German descendants were some of the earliest and most prominent settlers in our country after the English and Spanish and, you know, those kinds of influences. Um, like it, by, by the, by the civil war, it was something like German culture was the most prominent culture in some significant portion of the States at the time or something like that due to people who had, you know, migrated over. Um, so anyway, th that's all side stuff, but it, it's very cool to get your perspective on this. That's, that's really, really neat. Um, do you guys, do you have any questions for her? Do you have any other thoughts about this? You did mention playing the games as yourself. And I did that a lot. Did you, do you, uh, the other guys, did you ever play any of these? I know we've talked about this a little bit before, but did you play through the games as yourselves? Second playthrough yeah. uh, in Cyberpunk, yeah, I'm, I was currently doing it as myself. The first time, no, I, I played it as uh, role-playing, another character. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I played, I mean, I did things the way I would probably do them on my first playthrough, but I played as a female, so, you know, so not just quite the, myself. The female version of yourself, but same decisions. I guess so, yeah. 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 I have a Did, question. I want two. Okay. What, you go uh, first. <laughs> go, go ahead, Toasty. Favorite romance person? Um, I take River, but um, first of all, two, as a, the, not enough the romances. For mm -hmm. female V. Not enough romances. I'm I'm not a Judy girl. I do not want to get hate or anything, but I'm not <laughs> I'm not I, I know Tosi. I know I know I know you're like a Judy oh. walks away. It's it's totally fine. He's just he's a little obsessed. That's his that's his oh. fault. There's nothing to do that with you. Too. That's his, that's like, him, right? Just like I love Judy, but not as a romance. Okay, right. Tos Tosi is out. Um, Tosi's out. <laughs> Um, if if I would have um, chosen myself or uh, maybe that'll come in the future, I don't know. 
Goro. Goro Takamura. Yeah? I want him. Yeah? I want him now. I want a romance <laughs> with him. <laughs> I think he would have been Logan's this pick. Every moment. Logan, wouldn't he yeah, have been I your love, pick? I love Goro. Yeah, Goro's great. He's he's such a cool character. He's just so suave. He's quiet. He's he's like everything I would want to be if I could be that. And I, there's no way I could be that. But <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, Goro's amazing. Like, <laughs> let me let me romance Goro. Yeah, he's also, like a cyber best- samurai. Best dressed, uh, best dressed character in the whole game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what is it specific? Ooh. There are things that I I think are appealing about him, but what do you think is appealing about him? Mm, actually, just the things Logan said, because like mm. he's very he's very quiet, disciplined. The one thing I find like very, I don't know. Um, I find it a little bit offset, offset, off, off-putting, off-putting. Is that the off- word you're looking for? Yeah. Thank you. Off-putting that uh, he has like this tradition, traditional thing in his mind because he's like so into Arasaka and he's like he he owes him his life. He owes them their li- his life. Yeah. So. Yeah. He sticks very firmly I, to his tradition. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Like. Uh, I don't know if a romance would really be that good with him because he is like, he is part of the bad crew, let's be honest. <laughs> right, right. But from yeah, he's, but, uh, he's, you cut that part out and you're like, no, he's, he's, he's a, he's a night, he's a cool guy. He's really solid. Like he's very dependable. He's honorable. He's a good dresser. Right. Like even, even the voice actor is very like, there's something like, firm and strong about the way he talks you know like I, I totally get that i could i could totally see that enunciates oh yes yeah. um very the voice actor is amazing right right good question um toasty is back now i think he's toasty are you gonna be okay not no. everybody has to agree with you toasty the world has lots of different opinions and lots of different people you know it's okay it's not it's okay it's not <laughs> that she didn't pick judy first it's that she said that she doesn't Never. like Judy, and that's just, just... She doesn't... Wait, Judy's I, fine. I she doesn't want a relationship back. I want to take it back. No, you can't take it back. The pain <laughs> has already been dealt, okay? That just means more Judy for you. I don't there see the go. issue. Yeah, yeah. Less okay. Judy to be okay. shared. Guys, seems like this is my last time on the show. Oh, no! <laughs> Toasty, you're driving her off. Toasty doesn't mean it. He's just, he's just very emotional. <laughs> Well, don't worry about it, like, buddy. He'll be okay. I, I, I love Judy as a character. Yeah, she just doesn't okay. want to smooch her. That's all. I'll take it. You know? I'll take it. All right, you can keep Let's the smooching, try. and we can all just be friends. The rest of us are just friends. Is that cool? Uh, that's right? fine. All right. Yeah, that all right. works out. Yeah, right. There you go. Fine. All right. Well, um, we were kicking around some ideas, and we talked about uh, combat styles and weapons and those kinds of things. So why don't we dig into that a little bit? I would like to hear uh, you guys have all played through multiple times. You've played characters as yourselves and some of you as not yourselves. Um, do you find that you gravitate back to a certain style at this point when it comes to combat or do you each time you play, do you build a different build and go with something completely different or try to mix and match abilities? <sighs> Who would like to start? Um, I'll start. Um, 
the first time, the first time I played through, I think I did what Logan did. I, if, I don't know if it was his first time, but what he talked to about on the podcast is like I did mostly a netrunner build, so I just stayed back and I hack them and just poison and stuff. Or uh, uh, oh, I forget what's called the mind shock. I, I I did mostly oh, stood from afar and just uh, shock. Yeah, there. I, I just or whatever the heck it is. Oh. Like I'd I'd look through. I'd hack a camera, look through the camera, and just literally get everyone down before I even walked onto a scene. Mm-hmm. You just pick them and all so, off. Yeah, pick them all off. Um, my when I was that's when I was playing my first year. When I started playing this myself, I actually started using guns a lot more and stuff because. I've already seen everything, so I just want, I kind of was going through just to see the story bits. So the fighting bits, I just kind of went through a little bit quicker. So mm-hmm. instead of taking my time picking off one by uh, picking them off, I kind of just went in like Rambo. I know what Rambo I need to style. do. You're going, yeah. yeah, yeah. So when when it comes to guns, did you did you just take whatever weapon seemed to be the newest and shiniest at the time, or did you gravitate towards certain certain guns in certain ways and even certain types of weapons did you go like you know uh the smart if guns or did you go you know if i hadn't played the first time like it was, if it was my first time i would I probably would have picked up whatever gun i want but since i got biased because i played it so i kind of went to uh i i, I kind of had a, a a certain loadout like i had the cotton mouth as my uh melee just because it does two types of damage and stuff mm-hmm and I can, uh, I could, if I do it right, I, th- I think I can literally just one shot like you can just with, with your katana. Right. Just knock anyone else out. Um, I have a, I think it's a check, a, a, not a check, a tech, uh, tech uh weapon. pistol. Right. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a really yeah, useful. the tech revolver. It's a RT, uh, 46 Buria. B-U-R-Y-A. Okay. Yeah. I have that because you could one shot a lot of people if you, uh, if at least mine, the one I have right now. And then I have a smart SMG for when there's a crowd and stuff right now. I think it's the Ying Long, if I remember correctly. Okay. So, so that was kind of your go to approach. Yeah. And that allowed you to just kind of chew, chew through guys as quickly as you, as you could. I, yeah, at least that's what I'm going through right now. I probably could pick a couple ones, but that's just what I had in the first playthrough. So I'm kind of I know how they work, so I like them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool. Um, Toasty, do you want to go next? What, what was your kind of your go-to when it came to weapons and how you how you handled the combat? Uh, so I. I feel like in my first playthrough, I've talked about this a little bit before, uh, how I made a mistake of like making a uh, cold-blooded build whenever I made my first character. So I went like cold-blooded melee. Um, <laughs> and unfortunately, I don't, I, I just can't bring myself to play a character that doesn't have cold-blooded anymore just because it's so good it's just so i just i just like the idea of being that like super fast person to just zip around and you know slash people and like because i mean wait, what is, wait, that what, is that, what does that sound like can you do that again never mind i'm not gonna do that again. <laughs> <laughs> i instantly regretted it um anyways 
Um, yeah, so, like, my go-to weapons, uh, is I, I was pretty much just fighting, like, I guess whatever, like, iconic or, uh, legendary katana I could find, and then the legendary mantis blades, and then just cold-blooded sprinting through everyone, mm-hmm. uh, slashing them pieces with the katana, or doing, like, the, um whatever that leaping attack thing mm-hmm. is with the mantis blades. Right. So, right. so you're just bounding between everybody. Kind of, kind of the way I, I went in my first playthrough where you just kind of, yeah. you just chop everybody up and just from one to the next and just slice everybody up and they die. Just chop yeah, everyone's well, heads off and just they're dead. Pretending to be those guys that, you know, you fight against where they actually like literally just like, you know, are yeah basically teleporting, dashing, <laughs> Yeah, you know, we don't get to do that, but I, I pretend. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. So you just kept going back to that. You didn't end up sticking with anything else. I, I mean, I've used all the different uh, weapons. I, I might have uh, found a, an actual like contestant for melee um, in s- the the smart shotguns mm-hmm. um, because they're absolutely busted. Yeah, all the smart uh, weapons are. Every the, smart weapon is busted. I haven't tried, like, a lot of the damage payoff doesn't really seem as, like, equal for stuff, because, like, you can get a regular submachine gun that does, like, you know, ten times the damage as a smart submachine gun, and I know mm-hmm. that it's instantly gonna go straight to their head, but it still doesn't, like, feel like the payoff is as valuable, but I guess with the... Uh, shotgun slug in smart form with all the pellets just going straight to their head. Right. It, it, it's pretty ridiculous, but I, I just can't, I can't not use cold blooded for anything anymore. Like I just got to zip around and, mm. you know, regardless of what weapons I use, I feel the need to the need cold blooded. <laughs> pretty much. That's what they say, right? The need. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> timely that's a that's a phrase everybody uses now right guys that, that is the popular video game friend yeah yeah you're sonic the hedgehog yeah top gun definitely. gotta go fast gotta go fast speaking about gotta go fast in just about a week uh game sound quick is gonna for, uh, summer games done quick is gonna start you guys ever watch those those are awesome heck yeah heck yeah no so what are those there it's like a whole no week clue. it's like a whole week of speedrunners uh, there's games done quick. There's a Twitch channel Uh-oh. and they raise money for charity every, every twice a year. And they, they raise like thousands of, or millions. They've raised like three point something million dollars last time. I think they did it. Um, it's phenomenal. And some of these people are nuts and I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see a, uh, cyberpunk speed run. And that would be amazing. I want to look it up now because I want to know like how fast can people get through the game? Cause they all, they'll even find ways to like hack cutscenes in order to skip them or to get out of bounds in a, in an area in order to make sure, because that's probably the thing that takes the longest in something like a cyberpunk speed run will be a lot of the cutscenes, especially towards the beginning and the end of the game. Right. Cause they, they get kind of drawn out as there's character development and stuff. If you could skip that it, stuff and just mainline the quest, I bet you could beat that pretty quickly actually. And getting around too. Cause uh, for like when you're, when you're in the heist with Jackie walking while he's talking. Yeah. Yeah. So they figure out ways to break the engine. And as we know, the engine isn't super 
not broken Jeep. already. So there might actually be some really cool ways that they actually hack the game. I, I, I wonder if you guys want while we're talking, maybe just look up and see what like the current oh. record is. Because I bet Cold it's really cool. Cypher at two hours and thirty three minutes twenty five seconds without Holy loads. Cow. Yeah. Two hours wow. forty one minutes twenty three seconds with loads. I'm not entirely sure what the loads are. That's because um, different people's PCs will load at different speeds depending on what hard drive they have. So that way you can you can remove the load time in order for it to be fair across everybody's systems. Because if somebody yeah. can buy a five thousand dollar PC that loads in two seconds, then that's not really fair, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, no. So so two thirty three twenty five. So it must man. be like an any percent finish. Yeah. I yeah. Was, I'm gonna look it up to see if I can watch. You can watch it. I'm gonna look probably a lot of these people have YouTube videos where you can actually just watch their playthroughs. But that's what's fun about Games Done Quick is that you can just put it up in the background while you're at work or while you're at home on the weekends and just have it on TV on the TV or on your computer or on your phone if you're just walking around and just kind of keep the thing running. And they have they all sorts of games. But yeah, that two and a half hour run, you can just kind of pop in every so often, see how they're doing. And these guys do phenomenal stuff. Not only are they just great at the games, but they also find these, you know, hacks to move past things. But I guarantee they will know exactly what weapon to go to in order to just blow past all the enemies and what perks to use. And um, it's it's going to be insane. But um, I kind of derailed us here. I want to get to Lena and her her. Uh, playthrough or the ways that she manages the combat and what weapons she goes for um toasty do, does your is your question make sense for doing now or should we hold off on it i was i was good it was a speed run thing but it was a speed run I thing suppose oh, just real quick, what, what, what were you what were you well, thinking you had a question well i guess has anyone here ever seen like someone do a speed run of dishonored 2 oh yeah yeah that that was probably one of the craziest like thing because they like have these really crazy map shortcuts where it's just like oh so you can just skip this entire level by just going down this hill yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll get out of bounds and come back in bounds where like you wouldn't expect it to be able to you know work and then that triggers the end scene which triggers the completion of the level all, all that stuff so yeah that, that so figure all that stuff out but anyway let's let's move on so lena when it comes to your playthroughs what do you what do you go for I think I'm maybe a combination of Kather and Tosi because like I I did the same mistake as Tosi did in terms of I played three playthroughs the same way. <laughs> I did I, I only did quick hacking and I think um it was Logan who said that on some episodes who was like well i'm sitting in some corner and only quick hacking everyone mm -hmm. and there's this like really loud music playing and you're just like but but i'm quick hacking why right. why is that battle why is that battle music going on and right. i'm just like why this why? is the most intense keyboard typing i've ever done <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly but um in case i get um detected i like to go to like normal shotguns, rare shotguns. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. A weapon I really, really like was the one sniper rifle Pan Am gives you. I think it's called Overwatch mm -hmm. because it like it it packs a punch and like the feedback is so nice and the sound is just. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> chef's kiss. <laughs> chef, chef's kiss. All of a sudden you become French. Yeah, I get it. I totally get it. Uh, oh, beautiful. Um, 
that's awesome. Hello. That's awesome. So you guys, <laughs> you're just going to clip it. You're going to clip me doing terrible. My, all of my French impressions come from Pepe Le Pew. Um, I'm pretty sure they're all Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. Yeah. Not the best role model. Not the best role model. No, no, definitely not. Yes. Nope. Nope. That's not. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Can we go with the French guy from uh, Little Mermaid instead? Is that a I mean, it's kind of the same thing, right? No, he's not. The little shrimp guy? The little shrimp guy. No, not what? Is he French? No. Wait, it's no it's that's that's a little Are mermaid. I was thinking Nemo? Finding Nemo. <laughs> oh, no. You're t- okay, you're talking about... Yeah, okay. Yeah, not the same. Not the same. You're right. I mean, I'm pretty sure the shrimp guy was French, but geez. I mean, there's also there's also Lumiere from uh, Beauty and the Beast. Also, he, He's not basically Pepe Le Pew, Le Pew, right? Like, yeah, Le Le Pew. Yeah. Le, well, it's French. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Le Pew. Um... Okay, so let's get back on track. These, this is why these episodes are so fun. Uh, I get to make dumb jokes and you guys pretend to laugh at them. Anyway, so um, next question. <laughs> when it comes to combat, if they were to expand combat in a future DLC or a future update, to the, in any update to the game, really, what would you want to see be done? Would you want to see like certain kinds of tweaks to some of the weapons, certain balance changes? Would you want to see new weapons show up? that you had didn't have access to before uh modifications like different things that you could do with your body or maybe an expansion to the hacking system like what would you what would you want kather i want the mono wire that how they showed in that de- the the video how you could whip it out and hack someone yeah 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 so like I'll, physical hacking yeah I'll be right back. Okay. And actually like disabling people with it too. That's the big thing is, is having the ability to like lasso into someone, jack into them and then upload some firmware that actually, uh, that actually, you know, disables them or controls them. Something like a puppet master style thing. Like we've got the quick hacks in there, but it's Mm -hmm. such a, it's such a disconnected system. You, you can have so much fun with all those quick hacks, but you know, all it is is just kind of like looking at someone and then selecting something from the menu. There's nothing visceral about, you know, quick hacking anyone compared to you know, going at them with like uh, uh, laser coated um, uh, mantis blades. You know, you're just mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I'm going to stand back here and I'm going to click a bunch of weapon or a bunch of things and then. Once my RAM refills, then I'll just go right back to what I was doing. And that's that's it. And it's like, yeah, you know, if, if there is a if there was a little more risk involved with quick hacking, I think it would be a little more interesting. Like the battle music would make sense if you had to be within, you know, five yards of of a, a person to be able to to hack them, uh, get right. yourself into the actual situation as opposed to, oh, well, I'm just going to look at the camera and then I'm going to control the camera and then I'm going to burn everyone from the inside and they won't know who it was. And it's like, that was cool, but it doesn't really it doesn't really get you engaged with the actual game. It just kind of gives you a way out of doing stuff without having to actually, you know, get into into a threat. Like the, the worst times are when you're you're sitting there like waiting for someone to walk around a corner to quick hack them and some random guy like comes around the corner and they're like, oh you and it's like, oh shoot, hold on. <laughs> Pack up my computer, turn around, shotgun. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let, me, let me put my oh, laptop my back in the bag. Hold on a second, buddy. Yeah. Like yeah. At a certain point, quick hacking is so overpowered. Like, if mm-hmm. I have done like a playthrough where I have 
like completed every side quest and I did the main missions with a danger of very low. And oh, I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, this is just painful, actually. Yeah, my, my melee playthrough was- got the same got to the same way, though. I felt like by about halfway through the game, even if it said like high risk, I could just jump in and cut everyone's head, heads off and get out of there. There are very few times that I was really in any danger unless I just messed up. And it's not because I'm like an elite gamer or something. You know, it's just that, you know, my abilities were good and I had a good weapon and I just killed people. Um, well, here's a question for you. What if what if quick hacking was different in that the most uh, the most damaging or the most effective abilities you had to physically hack into people? So you had to be close enough to like sneak up on them or or even in, in a fight be able to like take your mono wire and like jam it into their throat or something. Right. So, so that it like interfaces with, with their electronics. And then you could deposit like a debilitating virus or um, something that like, even like a necromancy build where like you're able to like control them for a minute and they'll start fighting, you know, their, their buddies or something like that. That's the crazy thing is we, we do have like those kind of spells in the game. But what if you, but what if you couldn't use them from a distance? What if you had to get up close like to do that, that? Yeah, I mean, that would definitely improve, improve the, the ability to do it. But it, it's weird because there's there's the entire like stealth ability. Like you, you crouch down, which I don't even get me started on crouching down is that's how you stealth. Uh, <laughs> but you, you crouch down and then you, you kind of squat all around trying to to get behind things so you don't get seen and that is your that's your stealth mechanic and i'm like well you know if you're gonna if you're gonna have all the stealthing about ability or to to do stuff and you're still gonna give me guns to kind of use in an emergency then why not like build the hacking into the stealth like make that part of it so that you do have to get up close you do have to get in there and you know if you if you want to take someone down then you taking someone down is is the equivalent of you jacking into the back of them holding them waiting for the virus to upload and then you know whatever you you kind of go into the into the actual um i'm trying to think of how i want it what i'm trying to say here when you go to actually grab someone from behind and take them out Mm -hmm. you get to have like a quick uh selection menu that you pick how you want to upload the virus and then once you choose that virus and you jack in as soon as you let go of them they either collapse or they they fry or you know they 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 uh become controlled by you and it's like you know you you, can you imagine like walking up behind someone grabbing them jacking into the back of their neck and then when you get back out you flip them around and they nod at you and then they cock their gun and they start walking off to go and you're just like yeah, yeah, because that, that answers your whole visceral thing, right? Like, because you're not <laughs> off in a distance, just like casting these spell, these tech spells. You're getting right up yeah. on them, and you have like in order, and it would make sense, like a program like that. Let's just in fantasy world, you know, cyber j- jargon stuff. Uh, let's say a program like that is more complex and needs to hack their system faster and more effectively. So therefore, it is a bigger file to upload or something like that, right? Or you need a stronger, faster interface than something you could do wirelessly. Therefore, the physical connection would allow you to do it faster and and take them out or turn them into your minion or or whatever, right? 
So, yeah. and it would be more visceral because you could do that to one guy and then he starts shooting at the other guy. And then while he, while that guy's distracted, get him. And then now you've got two guys fighting for you. And eventually you just turn them all into this army that takes over, you know, in the enemy base. Um, that could be really cool. But then again, maybe certain enemies can counter those hacks, you know, like, what about that? Like we, I don't, we don't have a system like that in the game. Do we, there's no, like, like, Let's say you're taking on a group of Maelstrom and Maelstrom are very good at techno stuff, right? I mean, they're, they're basically all borged out. And what if you were to, you know, take over a few of those guys and use them to fight the rest of the guys, but then you come across a higher level, more powerful one and they notice this and they're able to like remove the effect and turn them back on you. Wouldn't that make sense? I think it'd be great is if the way that you got better reputation with the Maelstrom gang led you into the ability to hack ice better than, yeah. uh, for, for different ones, you know, like you work with the voodoo boys or you work with the Maelstrom Maelstrom and working with those gangs gives you access to different types of quick hacks, like the quick hacks that you would use for Maelstrom completely take over augments and and either have like people choke themselves out or they're they're having to become your your guard for a while whereas themselves in the face like their cyber arm just starts punching their meat face like they can't control it you know (laughs) right right why are you punching Uh, yourself why are you punching yourself just like every older brother i I think it'd be great and you know but if you go with uh say like you go with um with the voodoo boys the hacks that you have access to give you the ability to completely take over any drone like we've got walking drones we've got bipedal drones in the game and yeah. we can't do anything with them we can kill them and get components but can you imagine like how cool would it be is if you is if the voodoo boys actually gave you access to different types of hacks and stuff and yeah. now you've got like two factions it's like who who are you gonna lean more towards are you gonna go with the more visceral one with the with uh, uh, the Maelstrom gang, or are you going to go with the ones that are actually kind of like the the taking control and 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 repurposing all of the drones with the with the Voodoo Boys? And there, you just don't get that kind of feeling with a lot of the uh, with the hacking. And and I'm I'm right there with Lena and with with uh, uh, Kather. It's like I, I absolutely loved it. I had a really good time with it, but there's something just kind of missing from that. And that's one of the combat styles that I I enjoyed the most, but also felt like I, I was missing out on something uh as fun right. as just running around and you know cutting head off heads off and stuff right or the voodoo boys yeah. give you the ability to just like dis off disappear off the radar from the cops or something like that oh god yeah, because, camo yeah yeah because they they can do that like you you are interfaced with like they behind the scenes have already hacked the police and so you have the ability now to boop turn yourself off from their radar and boom, now they can't find you you know things like that um I want to hear what you guys have to say about these things, but we need to go thank our patrons, which includes you guys. And, and so be thinking about what you have on thoughts on, on ways that we can expand hacking and make it more visceral and interesting. Like some of the stuff we've been talking about and we'll be right, right back in a second. Guardians, we are the Destiny Show Podcast, a weekly podcast about all things Destiny 2. We invite amazing guests from the Destiny community to share their stories and discuss the latest topics from the world of Destiny. 
check us out on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, or live on Twitch every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. We will see you starside. All right, we're in the middle of the show, and this is the part where we get to thank our patrons like you guys, the, the ones that are joining me here today, and everyone else that supports the show, all 18 of you. Thank you to all of you guys. Very, very, very much appreciated. If you guys weren't here helping us out, then we wouldn't be able to do the show. And so we we really, really do appreciate it. If you would like to join us on a future episode of the podcast or just want to help support the show or want to get early episodes a day early or even things like discounts on the uh, store or you know, for shirts and stuff, then check out patreon.com slash cyberpunk lorecast and you can sign up for as little as three bucks. So go do that. Thank you to everybody who helps out uh, us out every every week you guys are the absolute best all right let's get back on with the rest of the show all right we're back um kather you were raising raising your hand a little bit did you have some thoughts on what we were talking about before the break um i don't know if uh captain brought it up but i would like practically Especially the Maelstrom, uh, I would like to be able to hack and see through their eyes. They have robotic eyes, mm. and I, I don't, I don't want to judge about everyone in Cyberpunk, but most people in Cyberpunk have some kind of optic thing, and we can blind people. Why can't we like use people's eyes? Because I would love to be able to look through someone's eyes, like especially for like spying on conversations. Like they could have done cutscenes that way, like you like because they did it for uh. Himiko, is that her name right? Himiko? That's his, That's the Himiko Arasaka? Hanako. We'll call her Hanako. Fancy Pants. Fancy Pants, pants. Arasaka. <laughs> fancy <laughs> Pants Saga. It's like, you, you, they kind of do that for the cutscene because they looked at the, her monitor, I'm guessing is what we're looking through. I don't know what and stuff, but I would love to be able to like look through someone else's eyes and watch, and like you could also when they're doing like their uh uh not rotation patrols mm -hmm. like some since some enemies do patrols you could and they they walk by like almost everyone there so you just hack everyone as they walk by that is one of the best ideas I've heard. I, I I legit think that the cameras in the in the world should be like cut like don't even bother with the cameras. They're they're okay but they take you out of the experience. I, I want I want Kather's idea. I want to be able to not only see through their eyes, but then also take control of them and then use them against other people. Like it's such a good idea. Like why? Especially if you yeah, because like you can make enemies attack their own enemies. You can yeah. uh, can't you make someone uh, your your companion for a little while too? Right? Yeah. I never used that one. I didn't know how long you can. But like all we really would need to get into the building is like maybe like cameras like on the like perimeter cameras then hack someone that's outside walks them in and then get inside to their mainframe yeah there you go that's such a good idea <sighs> i know that would maybe take a lot out of the it, it, it'd take a lot of the gunplay like but it, it, it would but you could play the game in such a complete like an espionage it's like a stealth game then completely because you wouldn't do anything it was, it's like um, uh, uh it's ahead, like Nina. uh 
Uh, sorry, sorry, just there was there was uh, one radio channel in the game who there was some kind of conspiracy theory guy who just said something like, do you really think your Kuroshis are all yours? Do we really think that? Like getting into like this idea you just said, like maybe you get like watched all day. Oh, yeah. And I Uh, people can see what you see the, I, I, I 100% would not be surprised because a lot of people have like uh, stuff on their firmware to watch what people do like uh, when you uh, oh, sure. use Bing or Google it, it your search history or like like just to see what you use most so they can improve it like right so I, I worked in SEO like search engine optimization like this I did this for a few years and Tom was I, part of it <laughs> I can't see that uh -huh. stuff because I didn't work for Google, but Google, um, they track everything you do through cookies. That's how they know what things to advertise for you to you. Um, and there is some some people believe and this is yet to be confirmed, but some people believe that Amazon uses your your Alexa in order to track what you're saying. And when she hears certain phrases, she knows that you're talking about something. So, for example, if you were expecting to have a baby and you use, you use the phrases baby and diapers and, uh, you know, hospital and the kinds of words that you would use if you were now, now my Alexa is going to think I'm having a baby. Um, then you're going to get advertisements for expected parents, you know, and Facebook supposedly does the same thing through your phone. And that's why your phone needs access to your microphone and all these other settings. Um, that's why when you go on, on Facebook, you see ads for things that you recently were talking about or searched because it's accessing that data. So to think that in this dark future, somebody isn't not just listening through the, the software they have, but through the hardware that you have installed on your body would be ignorant. Of course they are like, that's, that's of course they are. <laughs> they can, if they can, then they're going to do it. Like if you're like looking at like if like you're walking down the street and you keep looking at cool motorcycles, all of a sudden you get like a little ad in your email or yeah. like a pop up in your eye saying, "Hey, come check out this these cheap motorcycles." Or I, I don't remember all the the brands, but you can like like right. stuff like that or weapons. Right. If you go shopping like, and you look at a bunch of the same thing over and over again, then it's going to cue into the fact that you're looking for that that thing and that you're ready to buy it. So you're going to get. What happens if like you're in a You're in a dangerous like like you live in Pacifica and you keep talking about I, I feel I feel so vulnerable and stuff and also you get an ad for a gun or yeah for protection services oh totally yeah totally I can imagine that would be a thing so um, let's bring it back to the whole weapon thing uh, being able to hack somebody and use them as your servant uh, obviously that would have to be a higher level thing like if that's the way the game was designed around being able to do that. And it would just level get you 20. into, yeah, it would have to be like a higher level ability. But like we were talking about before, maybe something that you actually physically have to get close to them to, to be able to, to load into them. The monowire. They added right. it in. That's what we were talking about. Using the monowire, getting up behind somebody, hacking physically into their, into their neck. Right. So like to actually download the actual firmware. Like yeah. You can't like just through hard oh, wires. Wirelessly, yeah, 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 hard connection. Thank you. Right. Kather right. was was gone when we when I was when we were talking about that. Huh? Dang it. Yeah, he was. Kather, and we, you know, we it's had interesting. Good discussion. You know, it's interesting about this in the tabletop games, especially in 2020. In order to hack certain systems, you physically had to be close enough to get to the system itself. You couldn't just like wirelessly hack 
system to open a door, often you had to get to a computer terminal, jack in, and then you could, you went through the mini game part of the tabletop thing where you would have to go down to like the layers of, uh, you know, protection. And then you would get to a node that would allow you to open the door or whatever. Um, so Weren't yeah. the cyber decks also like an actual physical thing, not something your brain was it actual like a deck mm-hmm. th- from real quickly? Yep. Yep. Yeah, it was all physical stuff. So I wouldn't <laughs> be upset with them retconning some of that in order to make the, the harder stuff things that you physically have to be close enough to do. Yeah. I like I somehow wished I don't know I guess we've all seen the trailer where um, male V goes into the Notel motel and there's like this first uh, act one thing where um, T-Buck for some reason is on the bad side and attacks V and I wanted like that quick hacking in the game to be like that like me going all eyes red and being like I'm hacking you now and like um, male V's mantis blades go back. I wanted it to be like this in the game and it felt like not that good. Yeah. Like you could just hit like square or whatever and it automatically like a hotkey for hacks instead of having to look at a person scroll down. I know time pauses but I understand what you mean like being able to just like hot button it. Or like put you like you push multiple buttons at the same time and like it's like a code. Mm-hmm. There should be there should be like a like all all of our it's so strange too because we have like at least on on consoles with a controller we have uh, our D pad is relegated to like four things it's either accessing shards, healing, calling your vehicle, or calling someone else. And I feel like if you're gonna go into a combat situation, like you you should be able to have like the D-pad is quick hacks. Like you should be able to select the different hacks that you want so that you can you can literally like zoom in on someone. It'll take like a half second to to see them, and then you hit a button and it automatically quick hacks them. And then you just kind of look to the to the left a little bit and you do the same thing. Like why isn't that an option for us? Because I'm, I'm right there. Or if you like, if you you can actually choose like to be a net runner and use no weapons, and your R button just like should be able to like like a, like like you're pulling the trigger on your your hacking at least. Right, you could like that would be cool. Uh, yeah, I was having the same thoughts as both of you guys. Like you, you auto, you ahead of time prep certain abilities in yeah. your menu so that you can just button that ability because you know you're going to use it a bunch. Um, just like auto switching to a specific weapon. Yeah, like loadouts. Right. Right. Yeah, that would be really cool. Well, uh, that's not a thing, but maybe, maybe they could DLC. make some changes. I don't know that they're going to make significant changes. They might. They might. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely some balance issues with the game. And, and some people will say, we'll just play at a harder difficulty. Normal difficulty just isn't for you. But normal difficulty is usually the difficulty that feels most balanced on your first playthrough before you know how to min-max the system, before you know where to go for the best weapons and what perks to kind of string together. You know, it, it for most games, and I play lots of games, it feels like normal difficulty is always a little bit of a challenge. Until, and, and even towards the end of the game, you never, even when you have lots of abilities, it doesn't feel like you can just like, I don't know, just mosey over everybody, just kind of walk into a room and just not have to like you're the Terminator. You know, it's still most games. You still feel like, well, it's, this is going to be a fight, but I can probably get through it. Whereas this game feels like once you're past about 60 percent of the game, you just regardless of what setup you use, you just kind of you're the Terminator or you're, you know, this hacking wizard or whatever. 
Yeah, my net run V, the one that I did, it's not for me late. Like, I can walk around and just, like, with a regular bare fist and knock people out with not, not like, gorilla fist. Yeah. And she's not spec that way. She's spec for hacking and stuff. So, physicality is, like, is low. Like, I think I have, like, a whatever the basic one when you start the very beginning of the game. I can just punch someone. Right. And knock them out. Right. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. Toasty, you've been quiet. Do you have any thoughts on any of this? Um, Judy. <laughs> Judy. <laughs> I mean, I was I was gonna bring up the the tabletop aspect of things because um, when when Logan was talking about like actually having to be like involved more, it was it was reminding me how like the difference between like how they changed net running for Cyberpunk Red. Um, because in red, like in 2020, you could just sit at home and just net run and do whatever the heck you wanted. And you never even had to get off, get up off your couch. Uh, but in red, you have to be within six meters of of an access. That's right. I was was flipping it to you. You're right. Yes. Yeah. In order to like, actually like net run into systems and then you like do the net running mini game, which is like super cool by the way. Um, but, uh, yeah. And and then there's like a kind of, uh, thinking about it because like what it, cause like everyone, like pretty much everyone in cyberpunk, I don't know if we come across any characters that don't have a neural interface plug, which I think is what it's called, where because they all have the little like uh, socket on the side of their neck, mm-hmm. and then they all had like pretty much the little wire that comes out of your wrist or whatever. Like I think I guess, the only people that sorry, I think the only people that don't have it are the monks, like the people that no yeah. augments. Yeah, it's but pretty much everyone it. else has it. It's a pretty like yeah. common like cyberware for people so like i mean you don't even have to use the mono wire for that if you wanted to you could just literally like you know sneak up on someone and just plug into them with your little wrist wire thing and then start uploading like a virus or whatever the heck it is so yeah they it, just, it sounded like cyberpunk red difference compared to 2020 so we have the 2020 version right now but we want the cyberpunk red version net running. Yeah. They could always do like an Assassin's Creed, like that little wire in your heart. If it's not my wire, this is the little wire. It has like a, instead of being a wire, it's like a little, a little uh, blade, a little, not a, a little, not nub. Blade, like a telescoping uh, tube that you just go, <laughs> and you go, you just, you like jab in the, you call someone plug. behind, the, you come up behind <laughs> someone and you just, it pops out just so it's past their, like, like you grab onto their neck and it all shoot out into the plug oh. and you can download the thing and then let go and just back up into the shadows, like Homer into the head. <laughs> Homer into just, the head. You oh just disappear back <laughs> into the shadows and that person <laughs> keeps walking on and then some Manchurian candidate <laughs> phrase is like you whisper it into the distance. They activate and you have your little puppet man walking into the building. Uh-huh. Would you kindly go into the building oh, for God. me? Oh, God. 
<laughs> my childhood. Oh god! I was so scared when that ha- when I when I did that when I was young. I was like, if anyone said says, would you come? I'm gonna punch him and run. And I was like a little kid, so that's just like it's like that's the only way I'm gonna get away. I wish I could do his accent because then it would be even more effective. But I can't. Um, this is. I think. I think we've solved the entire game, guys. I think we've just solved it right now. It's like it's, is that is that what the patron episodes have become? Just yeah. the, yes, the yeah. collaboration on how to fix the game for the yep. better, yep. or yeah. making future games for like the Fallout. They make the future games. Oh yeah, yeah. Everything we decide eventually be- becomes a thing they imp- implement in the game. And what you guys don't understand is that not only do you pay to be patrons, but I get paid by um, CD Projekt Red <laughs> for the. Uh, for your solutions so i'm getting paid on both sides only more more gaming <laughs> companies should do that like they should only. have like like podcasts oh, where they get like the fans that are willing to pay that's the people that you know actually love this game have them come on have these kind of conversations you'd get a lot of great ideas <laughs> i know right right i know they're gonna get, I'm gonna get some stuff, fan but... mail or a really bad review where they're like i can't believe you make them pay to be on here and then you also get paid by cd it was a joke it was a, for anybody who did not realize that i was telling a joke <laughs> that was a joke um it's because i can't see uh, your face though they can't see the tell I, I, they can't see the tell in my eyebrows that's that's the problem yeah, yeah. I, I i'm too dry um Guys, we're, we're getting close to the end of the show, but I want to make sure that you guys each have a chance to share any last thoughts or ways that people can get a hold of you or projects that you're working on, things like that. Why don't we start with Lena? Lena, thanks for joining us. This has been super fun. I love getting your opinion on these things. Um, is there anything else you want to share about this topic or anything else having to do with cyberpunk before we go? Mm, not so much. Um I was really enjoying this episode. I think I will come back next month if you will have me, if Toasty is okay with Toasty, it. Toasty, are you okay You're, with that? You are forgiven for oh, now. Look, look. look. <laughs> I'm going to bring popcorn next time. <laughs> um i'm i'm pretty much uh off social media but uh if anyone's interested you can write me on discord awesome awesome yeah and your um trend i'm gonna mess up the way you it's spelled t-r-a-n-t-e-l-t-i-e-r on our discord so if you want to send a little at and say hey i enjoyed your conversation on the on the episode feel free to do that on our discord and i didn't mention the discord yet robots radio discord is easy to get to you just have to search it in google it'll come right up or look in the show notes um toasty what do you got going oh is that is that it is that nothing else i i didn't want to jump you good all right cool toasty what do you got going on and how can people get a hold of you um okay well last note we won't go into detail on it but <laughs> More combat options. Add some archery weapons. Mm. I mean, those are in Cyberpunk Red, so we should have them in Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, Crossbows or bows? Both. Yes, they're both both. in Cyberpunk Red, so we should have them both in Cyberpunk 2077. And which one would be more? The the fancy weapons that they have in Cyberpunk Red, like uh, I'm gonna be playing in a in a red campaign hopefully pretty soon and one of the weapons that interested me the most was a rail gun mm. that's cool um so yeah just i guess a bigger variety of like aren't the tech guns mo- some of them rail guns are they <laughs> yes i think so yes so but uh is today a holiday 
<laughs> it isn't. It isn't in the sense that it's my my day off. Does that count? There's fireworks going off outside my house just now. I think maybe you you live in a war zone. I think maybe that's a battle. That's what's happening. Or Toasty is living real just down the street, and he's playing Overwatch too loud. That's what's going on. Oh my bad. Uh, I I never had that happen again, by the way. Um, (laughs) but uh, uh, you can find me on the Discord. I am Toasty. Um, with an I E, not a Y, uh, (laughs) because I'm cultured. No. Um. Uh, so underscore Thanos hosted on Twitter if you're interested and uh, be sure to come back tomorrow for episode three of the Witcher lore cast. Yes. Uh, and we're talking and about Witchers on Twitter. Witchers. Yeah, we're talking about Witchers. We're talking about the thing. This is going to be the Witcher. Witcher episode. It's going to be so good. Yes. Yeah. The actual. Yep. Yep. That'll be here tomorrow. Uh, same, same channel, twitch.tv slash robots radio. It's me and toasty talking about that stuff. And we've already got two episodes up. So if you want to look it up on your podcatcher or on the, uh, robots radio YouTube channel, or if you want to join us live, you're welcome to do that. We're still waiting for iTunes or for Apple podcasts to catch up. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> they decided to put the second here. episode up, but not the first episode. Yeah. yeah. The first what the episode's heck? still not up yet. Is what we're the heck, still Apple? Uh, really sucks yeah but but, you know and most people are listening on spotify at this point anyway so let's go listen on spotify um well thanks toasty kather what do you got um i don't do any other podcast um uh well except for the mass effect one which is right after this so i will see you guys there (laughs) and if you need if you want to talk to me you can talk to me on discord um i work nights so so um i may get be late getting back to you i'm sorry Oh, it's totally fine. If it's so Everybody's deep, cool if it's like it. three pages deep back in the thing, I probably will not see it. Yeah, well, that's why tagging helps, right? Because then you can find yeah. it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, Kather goes AWOL for a month until the patron episodes, and then he he comes back. That's, that's pretty much what you should expect. No, <laughs> no, that that no, I I really don't talk a lot unless I come across something in Cyberpunk or another game I'm playing, and I'm like. I just saw this and it makes me think about. It and I, I ask questions or some, my life, like I'll randomly pop in, ask a question get some answers, have a conversation and pop out. But I'll, I go in there anytime a new up thing pops up mm. and I'll read a couple pages worth. But yeah, if I don't know anything, I don't get into a conversation cause I don't want to muddy the waters. Right. I lurk and read a lot more than I actually respond to because yes. I don't want to, well, as the, as a host for somebody, the show, I don't want to domineer the conversations. I want to let them kind of be natural, but then I, you know, I'll chime in on occasion, but, um, yeah, I like I like the community supporting itself and not having to rely on me to always be there to to keep it going, you know, and which it does, which is awesome. So so good job, everybody. Um, Logan, what's going on with you? You got anything to share? I know Sea of Thieves has been awesome with uh, Captain Captain Jack Johnson. Keep going. Close. So close. You almost Jack Jack Cardinal. Jack, Jack, closer still. Bluebird, Bird, Jack Raven, Jack Peacock. Uh, right there, you're right there. It is Jack. That's what it was. Jack Peacock. Jack Peacock. Jack Siegel. Jimmy (laughs) Porcupine. I'm getting closer, right? John Cena. Oh, it's John Cena. Face King in chat. John Cena. You can't see John Cena. It's not him. 
Oh, you never actually see John Cena coming. <laughs> Thank you. Waiting <laughs> like, for Tom or John, uh, for Captain to pop one of their keyboards. I don't have that one. John but Wick. Now that I think about it, I really should. I really should have John the Wick? John Cena song. MK MK10 gamer in chat says John oh. Wick. John Wick is in Sea of Thieves now. That's awesome. Johnny Silverhand. Johnny Silverhand Johnny Silver. is also no, in Sea of Thieves. Keanu Reeves. Is Keanu Reeves? Is Keanu? It's Keanu Reeves, isn't it? Which one is he? though he's is all three he, is he john wick or is he johnny silverhand he's all three he, he, all three of those are all they're all there they're all just different but variations on he's him not my, that's not my but they're all played by john cena they're all played by john cena as that's, john wick john cena as johnny silverhand and john cena as would not Keanu work Reeves. very well visually <laughs> i don't know john cena dressed as keanu reeves and just like, what what do you <laughs> think about Harry Urodyne as a pirate? Oh yes, he could totally be a pirate. It, yes, it makes yeah, absolutely. Sense. Yeah, he's very piratey, and he's a musician, so he would be like the guy on the boat that's like playing playing the lute, you know. Was a pirate? What do you mean? He we went on a we he went was, in a boat. He was a pirate, and we caused a lot of destruction. Mm-hmm. He's a Viking. A, a Viking. He pillaged. He, he set stuff on fire and pillaged. Pirates do that too. I mean, they have that in common. You you mm. could almost say that Vikings are a type of pirate. Yeah, yeah, they were pirates before pirates were pirates. Pirates, right? They were the original. They were the O O G pirates. Anyway, Logan, what do you got going on? <laughs> something to do uh, yeah. with pirates, I'm guessing. <laughs> believe it or not, something to do with pirates. The, the Sea Thieves is going crazy. You would not believe how many big stream media places are just like, hey, guys, Sea Thieves is fun. And it's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> no, duh. Sea Thieves is very fun. Get up and get up with the times. Up. Big media. Welcome, welcome, to, welcome to the know that everyone else has. Welcome to 2018. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know, God, people. So yeah, just been uh, going through all of the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff uh, that's that's in CFEs now. Um, free update for anyone that has access to the game, whether it's on Windows, Steam, or Xbox. Absolutely fun game. Uh, I I love it so much. Um, if if it weren't for Cyberpunk, I'd probably be playing it right now. But Cyberpunk <laughs> definitely pulled me away for a long time. And I was not on the seas. I was murdering in Cyberpunk for this. So yeah, if you're if you have interest in Cyberpunk, uh, but you, you wanna do it uh, as a pirate, then come over to Keelhauld, I guess, in that case. because uh, it's it's that's where we're gonna be. We're gonna be walking around with Jack Sparrow talking about Davy Jones and uh trying to, to find out why the Davy is. Jones from the monkeys? What? The monkeys the band of the monkeys. What? One of the monkeys is named. My cousin. Davey, You're talking Davey about my Jones. cousin? Is that your cousin? What is the I, I have a cousin named well, his nickname's Davy, but it's not his real name. It, like it's like his middle name is David or something okay, like no, that. That's I think. fine, that's the same. Yeah, that's the same. Hey, Logan, I actually in this in this this cyberpunk red game I'm going to be in, I'm playing a nomad, oh my God. but a nomad like a sea-based nomad. I'm playing Which a pirate. A pirate. I'm is playing a, pirate. a cyberpunk pirate. There you go. That's cool. I like yeah. it. Question for Logan real quick. How do you play a video game with no sound? I Quietly. just run around and and click the right trigger when I see something red. 
Huh. That's that's that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense for cyberpunk. I, I was just wondering, like, uh, in stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 every time we sit down and we play, all I do is I just run around in a big circle. I grab a, I grab a car and I drive around in a big circle. And then anytime I see something red, I just stop and shoot it. And then I go pick up everything until it's gone and <laughs> and grab another car and start driving. I'm not actually even playing it. I'm just clicking forward at this point, but. It's it, every time I do play it and we're doing this, I just get really excited to jump back in. So I, I like after we're done, I usually stay on and start playing for like another hour or so and go do go play around in Cyberpunk for for a while. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Speaking I, of I saw see if these real quick, uh, my son Kirby Chu, who I stream games with on occasion, and I have played through the first two tales Let's of see. the new stuff, which mm, um, nice. they're good. I have a they're small. good. I yep. got two of them in so far. Yep. My crew has been AWOL this week, and I'm like, come on, guys. Come on, guys. We got to get this done. All right. Well, no, maybe I, maybe we'll have to do the third tale tomorrow. What do you guys think? We'll, we'll see. It's, it's a good one, I, too. It's I a gotta really prep good one. for stuff. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. You, you got some research uh, to do. All right. Uh, I will say real quick, uh, if you guys have questions about it, feel free to let me know. There's been some bugs recently, so hit me up on Twitter at C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N, uh, where you will also see a pinned tweet about something that I've been harping on for three years in Sea of Thieves, and they finally did it. It was witness. I was what? witness to this. What was I it? Was, I was in. I was watching his stream huge when spoiler. this thing happened. We're not going to oh, say what it is. Okay. It's a huge spoiler. Huge spoiler. But okay. I saw the most like energy I've ever seen from. Like he got <laughs> up. He like did a little like jumpy dancey thing. Like he was like he was going crazy. Where is it's this? True. On on my Twitter at c a p t underscore l o g o n. My pin tweet is the clip of me coming in, in into the realization that something that I've been I've been making fun of this thing for so long that it has has literally been a meme with my community and rare did it. They freaking did it and I never thought they would do it, but they totally did it. And I feel a 100% vindicated in the years of me being like, it's a thing. You guys don't believe me, but it's totally a thing. Just wait one day. It'll happen. And, in, and this, this week it happened. Oh, man. I, yeah, it's so beautiful. I'm going to have to that, Zan. All right. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna have to watch it too. Um, well, very cool. Very cool stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to getting into more of that stuff. But um, thank you, everybody who joined us. And if you are watching live, we will be, I'll be back in about 15 minutes and we'll be doing our Mass Effect Lorecast patron episode. We've got a bunch of patrons joining us for that one. It's going to be super fun. So again, thank you all three of you guys for supporting the show and for joining us today. It's been super fun chatting with you as always. And Logan, I guess you're okay too. Um, <laughs> bye. See you. See you guys later. Have a good week and stay safe in Night City. Thanks for tuning in to the Cyberpunk Lorecast. This show is a part of the Robots Radio Network, smart podcasts for interesting people. If you'd like to help support the show, please tell a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. If you'd like to get in contact, please send an email to cyberpunklorecast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at cyberpunklore. Also, join the community on the Robots Radio Discord. The link is in the show notes. 
The music on the show was written and performed by The Midnight and was used with their permission. Go check them out at themidnightofficial.com. Until next time, stay safe in Night City. We'll talk to you later. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Are you an avid player of the Elder Scrolls Online and looking to take your game to that next level? Well, the Red Diamond Courier podcast is here to help. I'm Bob Chichinsky. And I'm Dogbark24. We are two experienced players aiming to help others learn and improve through in-game knowledge and references. From PvE to PvP and everything in between. There's sure to be something for you in the Red Diamond Courier. We We hope hope you check check us out. out. Thanks! Hey, I'm Pylon. And I'm Doc. And if you've ever played an Elder Scrolls game, you've probably used UESP.net to help you find information about a quest, dive deeper into lore, or really learn anything about the Elder Scrolls. But did you know we have a podcast too? Every week we bring you the latest in Elder Scrolls news, dig deeper into topics surrounding the game, and have a ton of fun while doing it. You can find us on your favorite podcatcher by searching the unofficial Elder Scrolls podcast. Can't wait to see you all there. When a wasteland detective and a vault girl cross paths, no criminal is safe. You're both under arrest. Don't move a muscle if you know what's good for you. Based in Bethesda's Fallout series, follow Walter and Bunny as they traverse the Texas Commonwealth and New Vegas, busting big crime rings. We'll need all we can to expand into Vegas territory. And surviving anything the wasteland can throw at them. It's him! It's the Mothman! Featuring a series of nail-biting narratives and guest stars from across the Fallout community. It's anybody's guess what thrilling case is up next. War never changes, does it, Bonnie? No, it certainly does not. True Vault Escapades, a Fallout audio drama. Available anywhere you get podcasts.